Bleeding in the Dark is hosted by Pastor Barbara Green. She has a heart for the people as well as for the leaders. Pastor Barbara Green understands what it means to live in poverty. Her work in ministry, as charged by God, is to help his people, those that have fallen on hard times and just need a hand up. But then there are the leaders who have been charged just like her to uplift the people who are struggling. Pastor Barbara gets those calls that no one else knows about because the leaders have to be strong for the ones that they are leading, but they themselves are bleeding in the dark. That is why Pastor Barbara Green has named her new podcast, Bleeding in the Dark, to support leaders who are struggling with a new vision and a new platform that God has given Pastor Barbara. She hopes to support and encourage leaders who are leading in the spotlight by day and bleeding in the dark at night. Hello, everyone. I'm Pastor Barbara Green. I'm the host of Bleeding in the Dark podcast. I am so grateful to God that you join in on this podcast. God is still good. He is awesome. He is wonderful. He is sovereign. He is merciful. He is faithful and true. Even in these challenging times we are all experiencing, God still wants us to trust him. He still wants us to walk by faith and not by sight. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel, but keep the faith in God. I am so grateful to have my spiritual father, Bishop C.L. Carter, to join in on this podcast. He is the pastor of First Missionary Baptist Church, College Park, Georgia. He is married to Elder Deborah B. Carter. Bishop Carter has made an incalculable contribution to the creation, the promotion, and maintenance of a healthy spiritual atmosphere in the community and a first missionary, where he has the responsibility for the teaching, training, and guidance of the members, ministers under his care and leadership. He has constantly encouraged and actively assisted over 25 pastors in the establishment of their own churches. I am forever grateful for the teaching and the training I received under Bishop, Bishop C.R. Carter leadership. At this time, I'm going to turn the platform over to my spiritual father, Bishop C.L. Carter Sr., First Missionary Baptist Church, College Park, Georgia. Thank you, Pastor Green. It is my pleasure to be uh, your guest today, and I want to thank our listening audience for being a part as well. As you've already stated, the Lord has given me a tremendous responsibility over the years to minister and to assist ministers in their ministry. Today, I would like for us to focus our attention on the pandemic that is um, ravaging our country and not only our country, but the entire world. This is a worldwide pandemic. And I'm saying this to all of us who are believers and who love the Lord, it is time for us to band together in prayer, seek the Lord's face, turn from our wicked ways. Amen. And the Bible says in 2 Chronicles 7:14, he would hear from heaven and heal, brother, forgive our sins and heal the land. So the land needs to be healed, not only in America, but worldwide. We need to turn our attention and our allegiance back to our God. He loves us so much. The scripture says in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, 
but that the world through him might be saved. That's God's promise and God's desire is for us to be in oneness with him and to have fellowship with him. So on that note, I was thinking about something a few days ago, and it came to pass that I developed this uh, talk, this message about the anatomy of love. If God so loved, we need to dissect what love really means so that we can understand the love of God. Of course, that word uh, anatomy means uh, a branch of morph uh, to deal with the structure of organisms and uh, it is the art of separating the parts and organisms in order to ascertain their position, relationship, structure, and function. Or even, it deals with even the dissection of, uh, of an object. Then we look at love, the word love. We look at the primacy of love, the state of being first, that word premise. That's what it means. God so loved. God loved us first. Amen. And in loving us first, God wants us to return that love to him. But he loved us in spite and loves us even now in spite of, of our relationship with him. This word love encompasses a range of strong positive emotions and mental states. It, it, it means that there, there are some deep interpersonal affections and uh, uh, that we have one for another. Love is a passionate affection that God has for this entire world. Finally, looking at the anatomy, the dissection of love, I came upon nine, nine, ingredients of divine love, nine. And these nine are encompassed in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And uh, we'd like to read that uh, passage so that we could uh, uh, take a step forward with this uh, idea of the nine ingredients of love. And it reads, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not charity, I become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I'm nothing. And though I bestow, bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be buried and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, doth not behave itself unseemingly, seeketh not our own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoice not in iniquity, but rejoice in the truth, bears all things, believe all things, hopes all things. Charity never fail, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail, whether there be tongues, they shall cease, whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, the author says, I spake as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. 
verse 12. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even also as I'm known. Verse 13. And now about it, faith, hope, charity. These three, but the greatest of these is charity. And because God loves us so, we were able to go in and, and find these nine specific ingredients for divine love. Remember, this is the love that he has for us in spite of and because he loves us most. Love, first of all, is patient. That's love passing, not hurried, suffering long, bearing, and believes, hopes, and endures all. This is found in verses 4 and verses 7. Love, secondly, is kind. This is love in action. Never acts harshly or insolently, not inconsistent, nor puffed up or proud. Love is filled with generosity. Generosity, this is love in competition, not envious or jealous. Then we have love in humility. Love, this is love in hiding. Humility, hiding, not a parade, no airs, uh, works untiringly for the good of others. Amen. And then we have love in courtesy. Number five, courtesy. Love in society which simply says, does not behave itself unseemingly, always is polite, at home with all classes of people and situations, never rude or discourteous. Number six, we have unselfishness in love. And this is love in essence. Never selfish, never sour or bitter. Seeks only good and seeks only the good of others, does not retaliate or seek revenge, unselfishness. And then number seven, good temper, love in disposition, never irritated, never resentful. And then number eight, we have righteousness. This is love and conduct. presents itself in a very positive way, never hates, does not sin, never glad when others go wrong. Always gladdened by the goodness of others, always slow to expose, always eager to believe the best, always hopeful, always enduring. And then finally, number nine, we have sincerity. Love in profession, that's sincerity. Never boastful, not arrogant, and conceited. Not a hypocrite, always honest. Leaves no impression but what is strictly true. Never self-assertive. Does not blaze out in passionate anger, nor brood over wrongs, always just joyful and truthful, knows how to be silent, 
full of trust, but always, always present. This is uh, the kind of love that our God has and that he demonstrates to each and every one of us daily. His love never fails. He loves us unconditionally and he requires of us to love one another unconditionally. In this world of ours that is so torn in so many ways, not only by the pandemic, but by famine and by floods and by earthquakes and by calamities, all of these things are happening in this world specifically to focus our attention, yes, on the coming days of the end time. Now, these, the Bible says, these are just the beginning of sorrows. These are just previews of what's going to happen. The worst is yet to come. But in spite of what is to come, we are to love each other unconditionally, do everything in our power to demonstrate the love of God toward mankind. I'm so grateful for the first responders and for the nurses, the doctors, the caregivers. I'm so grateful for those uh, men and women who work untiringly to make certain that uh, we have everything we need in order to go through this time of testing. Yes, the, it is a time of great testing. If you'll take the time to read Matthew chapter 24 and 25 together, you will find that these things are just a preview of what is to come. We ask, can things get worse? They will. But what are we as believers are to do about it? We're to pray and be consistent in our faith and to point others to Christ and to help mankind understand that the need of salvation is greater than any other need that we have. God is not willing that any should perish, but that all would come to repentance. So we must bring to the Lord a baptized, regenerated world. And we can only do that if we have love one for another. Jesus said, by this shall all men know that you are my disciple if you have love one for another. This pandemic has fostered, shown, exposed, manifest the love that we should have and many of us do have for one another. There have been random acts of kindness distributed to people who are just people who are in need. Needs have been met and are being met because of this ah, love that we're talking about today. So I, I want to encourage the listener. I want to encourage those who might stumble on this podcast. I, I encourage you to adapt these nine ingredients of love. Patience, kindness, generosity, courtesy, unselfishness. Have a good temper. Be righteous in your conduct. And be sincere in your profession. Yes, we need this kind of love. There was a song years ago that was uh, penned and sang by a great number of recording artists, and it said what the world needs now 
was love, sweet love. What the world has always needed more than anything else is the love of our God. So I want to encourage you, my brothers and sisters, whomever these words might fall upon your ears, wherever you might be, that you would adapt an attitude of love. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 13. Take the time to read it in its entirety. Read it from several translations, not only the King James Version, but read it from the other translations, Moffat's translation. Read it from the Amplified. Read it from the NIV uh, translation. Take the time to absorb uh, these nine ingredients. And let them become a part of your being. Let them become a part of your character. Let them become that searchlight that shines forth from you onto those who are desperately in need of these nine ingredients called love. Now, I want you to remember Pastor Green. I want you to continue to pray for her. And I'm asking that you would continue to broadcast, promote, tell others of her podcast. She has, she has a heart of love. She has a love for mankind. She has a love for ministry. Yes, bleeding in the dark many times because of ministry. Uh, she's a wounded warrior. But we thank God for her. The work that she's done and is doing is going around the world. We praise God for her ministry, for her family, her husband, her son. We thank God for her children. Now, I'm going to leave you, and I hope to talk to you again. But please remember these nine ingredients. One more time, just for emphasis, patience. Kindness, generosity, humility, courtesy, unselfishness, good temper, righteousness, and most of all, sincerity. It has been my pleasure to have had these moments with you. And I do pray that you will pray for us and ministers across the country because we are one of those essential entities that must be perpetuated and must be proclaimed. You've got to have this good news. There is hope in spite of what we are facing. There is a God who loves us more than we know. Gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Pastor Green, again, thank you for the opportunity. God bless you and your ministry, and may it keep you safe as you propel this word around the world to every listening heart. Amen. To God be the glory. I truly want to thank my spiritual father, Bishop C.L. Carter, for joining in on this podcast and there will be a part to Bishop Carter, amen. So God allowed you to come on this podcast so the message could reach around the world and go around the world for the glory of God. And I thank you for sharing and just reminding us that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that 
whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We all was a whosoever. So we thank God again for the nine ingredients of love today from our own Bishop C.F. Carter, First Missionary Baptist Church, College Park, Georgia. Just conclude this episode with our special guest, Bishop C.L. Carter. Stay tuned for the next episode. You can reach me at www.bleedingindodark.org. And if you would like to purchase one of my prayer books, you can reach me at www.bleedingindodark.org. To God be the glory. You have been listening to Bleeding in the Dark podcast. Be sure to tune in every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. If you missed an episode or would like to share this episode with someone else, you can go to www.bleedingindthedark.org.